Family from the Heart podcast episode number 308. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Oh, welcome back, everybody, and it's early on, and Stephanie's already telling me she's annoyed. Hi, babe. I'm so tired. Hi. Welcome. Well, no. I guess it's not welcome back to me. It's welcome. It is welcome back to me. That's I'm glad to be day. back. I can't speak. It's been two weeks since we've recorded an episode of Family from the Heart. I missed you. I missed you, too. Yeah? Yeah. Music ever gonna end? I don't think. Does so. it always go this long? Yeah, I think it does. It does. All right. Hey, everybody. We are back, and we uh, have plenty of things to share with you today. And none of it is prepared in advance, as far as having any sort of outline or even a bullet point list of things to talk about. Which we know is your preference. It no, it's your press. Yeah, yeah, it's my preference to have to them. have the bullet point list. Yes, and it is your preference to not have them. So right. Of course, I think we say this every single time we don't have a list. We do. We do. So, repeat. Or you do. I do. Why I just, do I do that? I don't know. You feel the need to repeat yourself. I have no idea why I need to tell people that. You know what I did the other day? What? I came back from Dallas, Texas, and I decided I want to put out my keynote talk. Right. And I don't want to wait until Thursday's show. And so, I'm like putting this thing together. I did, uh, you know, make sure I got just the right starting point in the, you know, when they introduced me and then when to end it. And so, I decided, okay, so the talk ended up being about 45 minutes, okay? And as a result of that, I had a little bit of time. Usually, my show is an hour. So, I recorded like a 15-minute intro. See, I totally would have just made a 45-minute show. And I uploaded it to my Libsyn account and I'm ready to publish it, writing the show notes and stuff like that for the site. And then I decided, why did I feel like I needed to share all of that stuff? And so I deleted the uploaded episode and I cut off anything and everything that didn't need to be in there. And I had a five minute intro and my talk and it was 50 minutes. So much better. I feel like I should do that with this episode already. Again, every week this podcast has like 10 minutes worth of crap. I should probably delete. Nice. Yeah, I should probably I should probably quit doing that. Anyway, how was your week uh, or last two weeks? What do you want to share um, with folks first and foremost? I don't know. Oh well, there you go. They've been tune in next busy. week when we might have something to talk about. We have tons of to talk we have about, tons but to nothing talk about. is written down. I told you early morning shows weren't going to work for me. Do you want to change them or let's switch? I it don't back. necessarily need to change them, but I need to find a way to bring my brain back, like. Okay. It's, I'm so tired. I'm willing to switch so the schedule. So we can come in here at 5 p.m. if you want. That wouldn't work for me either. All right. 9 p.m. Yesterday, I spent from 2.30, from 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm trying to think if that's what time, I did I do anything before I went to pick them up from school? I don't think I did. So from 2.30 in the afternoon until... 9.30 in the evening, that's seven hours. Okay. I spent in the car. That's crazy. I know. It's a, Megan gets in the other day and she's like, Mom, why is the car a mess? I'm like, because uh, we live in it again. We are in the car all the time. It's crazy. Um, so in the last two weeks, we had our first day of school, which went well. Okay. Which um, actually went very well. Um, everyone loves everything. So this is good. This is a good thing. Um, Megan loves high school. Absolutely loves high school. Um, two of her favorite things or two of my favorite things that she came home and, and shared. She's like, it is so cool because we don't have recess. (laughs) This is the first time since she's been in school that they don't have a set apart time to, you know, um, be outside or be in the gym or, or whatever. Um, there's no recess. They stay in the lunchroom until lunch is over. And the second is at the end of the day, the bell rings and we all leave. 
because in the elementary and in the middle school, they release the bus riders. They load the buses and the buses pull out. Well, this is in the middle school. They load the buses and the buses pull out before they release car riders, which our kids are car riders. And, um, and I think everybody knows that anyway. Um, so she's like the bell rings and we all leave. It's so cool. You know, here's the thing. One of the things about Megan is from the time she was a child, she was never treated like a baby. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and that's the thing. Now she's being treated. They're being treated like adults. Yes. I mean, they're being, they're not being babied. And she loves that. She loves that. So that's exactly what I was going to say. So basically in middle school and elementary school, she's always been treated like a child and not like, you know, I mean, uh, it's not like we've robbed Megan of her childhood or anything like that. It's just that we never babied her. We've all, you know, she's always been a very mature individual and the kind of conversations that we have with her, the things that we'll talk about, these are very, I mean, I know adults that don't have conversations I know, like I the have, conversations we have with Megan. You know, her um, her friend's parents will tell me, or they'll say, how old is she? And I, she's 14. No, she's not. A 14-year-old cannot have a mature conversation the way I just had with Megan. You know, I'm like, yeah, she is. She's that's just been her nature. Well, last night she was at dance uh, w- watching McKenna and McKenna's best friend's mom happens to be uh, have an official position within uh, the elementary school. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, um, she, you know, her she was there and Megan came home last night after we picked her up from dinner. She goes, you're not going to believe this. I talked to so and so for 90 minutes last night. Nonstop. Right. It was amazing. Right. So and she does. She thrives on on, on adult conversation because it's the only conversations out there that really gives her the level of engagement and, and stuff like that. So she has always had a desire to have more adult things in her life as far as, you know, not, you know, it's like, listen, it's time to put childish things behind. Let's, you know, and she was so done with middle school. Oh, my gosh. You know, yes. f- walking in a single file line. Come that's on, what, give me a break. Right. And that's one. Of, that's another one of her favorite things. She's just like, we don't single file line anywhere. Yeah, she's like, um, you can deviate from a pattern. Yeah, you I mean, can, come on. right? You can be an individual. You can color your hair. You can, except for wearing spirit wear from any other school, you can wear whatever you want within reason. Right. Um, I still think it's like they're not allowed to wear spirit wear from any other school. So not even the middle school or the elementary school. They can't wear any other spirit wear. Um, obviously, spirit wear is. Yeah, we get it. Close yeah. with their school. Okay. Right. Sorry. Just for so, if somebody doesn't know what, anyway. All right. Um, but uh, so, so she is absolutely in love with high school. She's um, when lunch is over, um, she's like, "Mom, it." I call it. I call it the robot call because when lunch is over, the principal walks in and he lifts his arm in the air and he does this sweep with his arm over his head and everybody just gets up and goes. She's like, it's like a robot call. It's because they like robots all get up and leave. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, she just is really thriving on the being treated like a grown up. Right. And, you know, I I love this whole idea of no recess. And instead, everybody spends their entire lunch break at Mm -hmm. the table because there's a couple things with that. Number one, when you're at a table, you make a conscious decision of where you're going to sit, who you're going to sit with. And you and it's open for conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no getting up and jumping around. I mean, you could pick pick your stuff up and go somewhere else if that's what you so desire to do. But with you know recess or whatever, you know everybody ha- is you know forced to eat lunch together and then get out as quick as you can to go have you know do whatever. I mean, these are they're too old to be out there playing silly, stupid games. And everybody all of a sudden is like, oh, let's do this, and that group's over here, and that group. Whereas in high school, they're able to sit down and have a conversation. And for the entire time, they have conversation, you know, and some of those conversations maybe not appropriate, <laughs> but hey, they're in high school and right. at least they're having conversation and they're sitting with people that they want to sit with. And it's not, you know, it help, it starts to break up some of the factions. It does. Yes. Um, so high school is is definitely... Um, she, she told me yesterday, she goes, mom, I'm probably jinxing it, but it's like the best ever. She's like, I'm going to be one of those dorks that enjoys high school. 
Yeah. Like, Megan, there's nothing wrong with that. I enjoyed high school. I enjoyed high school. I didn't enjoy every day. Obviously, nobody has a good day every day, but I enjoyed high school. It was not terrible. Yeah. Yes. Matthew is enjoying his last year in middle school so far. He is. She, um, so one of his teachers, Megan had last year, and this particular teacher has a hard time with names. And so all year, she called Megan by the wrong name. All year? All year. Well, I think think that by the time she finally knew Megan's name, it was just a thing. Okay. See, if that were me, I'd have to call her by the wrong name all year. I would have too. I would have. And it wouldn't have been a nice name. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just saying. So, um, So she opens up on the first day and she's telling the kids that it's going to take her a while. She's not good with names, you know, all of these things. And, um, and so she tells the story of the girl who she called the wrong name all year. And it was just, you know, she he would even see her in the store and, you know, all these things. And she would call her by the wrong name. And so she starts doing roll call and she calls Matthew Ravenscraft and she looks up and she goes, oh, you're Rachel's brother. <laughs> and he's like, um, no. I said, you should have said, yeah, I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, I, that's what I would have done. But um, so it was just, it was just funny. Um, he's really enjoying um, all of his classes. He loves his math teacher, which is a really good thing. Um, and uh, is... I think that eighth grade will be so much better for Matthew than it was for Megan. Yeah. There, Looking, there's no, there's, there's no doubt. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause Matthew's not going to get involved in the drama no. that Megan did. Megan's one of those people who has all of those friends and she's always, you know, connecting with people and she's, she's a very, social. she's a very social outgoing individual. Mm-hmm. And, and she also likes people to like her and, and she gets that from me. Mm-hmm. And, she'll one day be a recovering people pleaser but anyway with matthew he's i don't know she's got a lot of me in her too this is true (laughs) uh yeah she's probably got a little bit more of you in her in that area as well but anyway so but for matthew he's like okay i know my two friends or three (laughs) exactly and and, i'm good with that and if i don't make another friend in this entire school year i'm okay i'm okay with that because these friends are cool friends Mm -hmm. i i hang out with them and so he's not there to make friends. No, he's not. Um, he's he's told me, he says, listen, Dad, it's not that I'm not open to making new friends. And if I make new friends, that's cool. But, you know, I and he says, I don't even need my friends to be in my class with me. Right. It's just that I have I have my friends and, and that's He just good. goes and he does what's expected of him. And he comes home and he hangs out with his friends. Yeah. It, that is... He is so laid back that, and so easygoing in that way. He, he's he's like dad, dad. I said, "How's school?" He goes, "Dad, it's just school." It's you just know, school. I go and I get my stuff done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what he says. I go and I just get my stuff done. Mm-hmm. And that that is what school is to him. It's it like is. it's something that needs just it just has to be done. Right. It just it's a thing to check off the list. And I'm totally right. with him. And he's already having a better year in eighth grade than I had in eighth grade. Right. So. I'm ex- I'm excited for that. I am too. And then there's McKenna, who loves school. Who loves school? She's in school with her her class with her soulmate. Yes, that explain. Is. Okay, um, McKenna and her best friend say that um, best friend is not the right term for them, which I totally get. Sarah and I even say best friend's not the right term with them. When I introduce Sarah, I introduce her as my sister, um, because best friend just doesn't quite cut it. Mm-hmm. So best friend doesn't cut it for McKenna and her, her, friend. her friend. So they refer to each other as soulmates. So much so that um, they had planned on having matching first day outfits. Okay. That on the first day of school, they wanted to have matching outfits. And so that's okay. We made a, we made, um, you know, a plan to go shopping together and, and this is what was going to happen. Well, when we went to the county fair, um, which I think we talked about a few weeks ago, I think we did. We did um, they had this um, booth where they were spray painting T-shirts, and 
or airbrushing. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. So they were airbrushing t-shirts and um, McKenna and her soulmate picked out a t-shirt and it actually has the Batman sign on it. And so it's bat- it's the Batman sign and then underneath of it, it says soulmates. And so that's what they wore on the first day. They um, it said soulmates 2014, didn't it? It did. Okay. Yeah. But when they scrunch up the side and put okay. the little Batman bow that they have on it, um, you can't really see the 2014. But um, but we did put the date on there because that's something that we'll keep even after it doesn't fit anymore. But um, but so that's the story. It's McKenna and her soulmate because it's more than a right. best friend. Now, when did they first meet? Kindergarten. So they met in, they met in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. They're in fourth grade. They've been best friends ever since. Yep. And is this only the second time they've been in a class together? Mm. This is the third because third. they were in kindergarten together okay. and then third grade and now fourth okay, grade. Okay, so they were in third grade. Mm-hmm. But this is the first year that they've actually sat right next to each other? No, no they sat next to each other last year. The, Did here's they really? The, here's the thing. These I are the only two and it's their personality. It's their fir- They are so alike and so different in so many ways. It's hilarious. Um, McKenna tells me yesterday, she goes, you know what? We really don't have the same fashion sense. Like I would not wear anything in her closet which is funny with the whole matching first day outfits yeah. because she's right. They don't dress alike at all. Um, and McKenna's a fashionista. She really is. Um, so we go in um, on meet the teacher night and their teacher actually lets them choose their desk for the first couple of days. Now I know that they moved desk on Tuesday, so I don't know if they're still next to each other, but um but they went together. They chose where they wanted to, which I loved their thought process because they asked the teacher, well, where are you going to be most of the time? So she showed them in front of the, you know, in front of the whiteboard was where she was going to be most of the time. And so they chose the seats closest there. They sat appropriately because McKenna's left-handed and best friend is right-handed. Um, so they know to sit, you know, on the opposite side of each and, um, and they chose their seats next to each other, and um, and they're and when they're together, they're never any trouble. I mean, they're not. They're they're not any trouble. They never complain that they're bored. They never can't find anything to do. They are so good at entertaining each other when they're together. It's amazing. And but you put them in the classroom, and the bell rings, and you won't hear a peep out of them. Yeah. They're the only two best friends you can sit next to each other that will not talk during class. Yeah. Because they're both terrified of getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So school obviously is back in session and things could not be better. This is, gosh, for for the first full, I mean, you know, for what would it be with COVID of the first week? You know, it's been a week and a half now of school. Yeah. And this appears to be what may be the best year of school for all three of our kids. It is. Um, it really looks like it. And it's in an insane schedule that I'm getting used to because um, of they all have a staggered start. Um, I th- three different start times for three different schools. Right. Because they're all three in different schools right now, which is really weird for me. Yeah. It's it's really weird for me. But... um. And we live further away from And we live further school. away and we have to go over the expressway to get to school now. So you're, we're working with a lot more um, morning rush hour traffic than we were before. So it takes me about, I think we're 12 minutes from the school. Okay. It takes me 35 minutes to drop the kids off in the morning from the time we leave the garage till I pull back in. Mm-hmm. It's like 35 to 40 minutes to make that 12 minute trip. Yeah. Um. There and back. So. And then McKenna starts a whole hour later. And last week, because you weren't here, she was waking up and she was going with us. Right. And then we would just sit and we would go to Starbucks or um, just sit in the car and talk until it was time for her to go um, to school. Which I like better than the being on the road right the whole time and so does she so i'm gonna make you know um, make that a part of the routine make that a part of the routine um and um and then it's the same in the afternoon because they're they have the staggered 
you know, they get out at different times. And um, so in the afternoon, I'm in the car for an hour and a half to pick everyone up from school. Gotcha. So we're just getting used to the new schedule and and working it out and um and stuff. But it's it's gonna be a good year, I think. I think so. So did we talk about uh, your birthday? I don't know when we went out for your birthday. Um, it was well, we Sunday before we left. Birthday, so so we would so have, it would have been after we recorded last. So we went to I Morgan. So. We went to Morton Steakhouse. We did. I had a very good birthday. It was a very good day. Tell us about it. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, what did we do? So we slept in, which is always good. Um, and then, oh, we had lunch at Chipotle, obviously, because yeah. that's the only place for us to have lunch. And um, it's not, but it was the only thing I wanted that day. And we got cupcakes from um, Gigi's Cupcakes. I had requested, because my birthday fell on a Sunday, and they have gluten-free cupcakes on Sunday. Um, I had actually requested that they make my favorite cupcake because Sunday is Baker's Choice so that you can put in requests and stuff. Um, and they did. So we went to Gigi's and I had a cupcake. We did some shopping. We needed to, you know, get some things um, for dinner. Matthew needed a dress shirt and the girls needed dresses and um so we did you know a little bit of shopping and came home and took a nap and then we went to dinner um dinner was hilarious because dinner here, was hilarious. here okay i think that i think that everyone listening who's listened for a while kind of gets the feeling that i am who i am right yeah i just i'm just myself i'm loud I'm a little obnoxious sometimes. I, you know, am not really out to impress people. I just am comfortable in my own skin. And that's not going to change whether I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt or a nice fancy dress sitting down at what will be a very expensive dinner. Um, and you have our three children who are an equal mix of me and you. Yes. Right. So we're sitting there and And at a fancy restaurant, there are a little bit more of you than me. I didn't think so. I thought they were exceptional. (laughs) You remind me, you remind me of the, okay. In that dinner. Okay. In that dinner, you reminded me and it was in the beginning because you eventually got over yourself or learned (laughs) to fake it much better. Um, so do you remember when we did the, the videos growing kids God's way? Yes. And do you remember the one in the doctor's office where the kid yes. has his feet on the back of the chair and his head's hanging off? He's really, he's not making any noise. He's not being rambunctious, but it's somehow he's being disobedient. Mm-hmm. I just think he's being himself, right? Right. But there was this big issue that he wasn't sitting properly and he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do and he was being disrespectful because he was sitting in the chair upside down. Right. Okay. Um. You reminded me of that. that okay. Like we had to have these little stick figure robot children because we were in a fancy restaurant. Not necessarily that. You and I are going to disagree on on this. I, I do think that there are there is a time and the place where being respectful of other people's intimate environments is essential okay but they weren't throwing food at each other they were just having conversation we laughed a few times and if we can't be ourselves then i don't want any more fancy restaurants for my birthday take me somewhere where they throw peanuts on the floor all right fair enough is that fair enough (laughs) no here's the thing it was just that it was you know that they didn't do anything wrong (laughs) they make i can't remember what it was but megan did something and was really loud and she yelled over at Matthew about something and it's like they were getting ready to have you this make sibling it seem like they were screaming they, but they were having this sibling rivalry that had I not stopped would have been escalated and would have caused a scene and I was just like Shh. <laughs> you know hey there there are I mean this is people pay a lot of money to come and have a nice yes. quiet we were intimate, paying a lot of money to go there and but have, people go there to have you know a lot of people are the, and, and and specifically I was trying to be respectful of a particular older couple who you could tell had were six th- tables away. Right. They were six tables away. And I noticed that as soon as Megan yelled at Matthew, 
you know, they both were jolted out of the conversation. I was at a position where I could see that we had interrupted a conversation. Okay. And in what we had was about to escalate and I stepped in. It was, I was just going to softly correct, but I got the correction rebounded on me and it just caused things to go even further than it needed to go. Because I didn't think that what they were doing was a big deal. You didn't right. point the old couple out I, to me. I didn't feel like I could at that point. And okay. so I just dropped it. Well, And we let I let the rest of the evening go. And as more people came in, the overall atmosphere became louder and louder. And it, and it became easier for them to not be that same sort of distraction. And, that's, and I'm that's, pretty sure that Megan's so comment evening, to you was, if you ever take us back, don't take us at old people dinner hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it's not a big deal it, it's just it, well but like you still you're making it sound like they were like these freaks who were throwing chairs at each other and they weren't ha- did you or did you not just have an issue in kroger with i don't think they would have done that drag to me. out kicking fight i don't think they would have done that to me on my birthday in that restaurant had you yeah anyway we're going to agree to disagree. That's fine. All right. It, it is. And I did have a, this was so I'm literally like yelling at my children in Kroger because not yelling. It was I wasn't yelling. It was that I'm incredibly irritated with you. Slightly raised voice. Yes. Because I had told them to stop it like several times. They were just horse playing. That's all they were doing. They weren't. You know, And it was fine for I let it go on for a and, while. And I could I could handle some of that at Kroger. But at Morton Steakhouse, where they didn't know my name, <laughs> yes. But at, <laughs> but at Morton Steakhouse, it was it was it was just a little different. It wasn't so, that big a deal. But here's the deal. Can I, can I tell my Kroger yeah, story? Yeah, go ahead. Tell your Kroger story, and then we're I going really back. Want, to- I really want to move on. Are we going oh. back to? You're going to finish making your point about? No, what? I'm done oh. with the point. Okay. I was. <laughs> go ahead, Kroger. <laughs> Let's go Krogering. Let's go Kroger. So we were we were going Krogering. That's what we were doing in the hour between picking up Megan and Matthew and and then getting Jane um and we we had to get a few things so we're at Kroger and they're horse playing first they're fighting over who's gonna push the cart and then they are pushing each other while pushing the cart and I mean they're they're just they're just they've just been sitting all day they're in a good mood and they're messing around which I let go for a while I can tell when things are starting to change and I'm like okay guys you need to stop okay not only are one of you going to get hurt you're going to hurt someone else now because you you've gone you know you need to stop but they're teenagers teenagers don't know when to stop and so even though I've asked them to stop like probably nine times now mm-hmm. they are still going Matthew gets hurt <laughs> and walks away he gets mad he gets hurt he gets mad he walks away and then he comes back and he hauls off and kicks megan and i'm like that was unprovoked (laughs) you got hurt because you were roughhousing i asked you to stop kicking your sister is now unacceptable and it was and then he wouldn't come to me and i'm like get over here right now and it was funny because right around the corner was a girl that i went to high school with and she comes over and she's like stephanie I'm so glad that's not me right now. I don't have any of my kids at the store. She has seven children. <laughs> She's like, I don't have any of mine with me right now. And I'm like, lucky you. You want mine? They're free today. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. So Sometimes yeah. I tell my kids they're free to a good home. Mm-hmm. And on a really bad day, I'm like, you're just free to any home. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a good one. <laughs> you just got to go. All right. So. So, yeah. Anyway, the, all, it ended up at the first 10 minutes of morton's uh the kids are like why did you bring us here this is so horrible blah 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 but then the food because came. you keep telling them to be quiet, I, Shh, we, quiet. Okay. stop it don't look at each other stop it you gotta talk in like a whisper or you can't talk at all <laughs> and then i'm like forget that if i got a whisper i'm out of here i thought we were done with that part we were but you brought it up again <laughs> <laughs> so i felt the need to elaborate further dinner was amazing um matthew who doesn't like steak was like this is really good um we ordered mckenna a six ounce filet i'm pretty sure cliff thought he was gonna get three ounces of it but the girl (laughs) ate the whole thing she ate the entire she gets down she's got three bites left and she's like oh i'm so full 
I'm so full. Hold on. I'm going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) She goes to the bathroom, comes back, and eats the last three bites. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to know what she did in the bathroom? She belched. (laughs) Because you had already made it very clear that she couldn't belch at the table. (laughs) I'm glad I made that clear. That's a good thing. (laughs) The older couple probably heard her from the bathroom. (laughs) But, um... It was it was oh. hilarious. So she did. She ate that entire thing, um, and then they had dessert on top of that. Um, it was all, a great night. It was a, it was a great night. So the only thing I wanted to do when we got home was watch Footloose. I don't know why, but I had like this overwhelming desire to watch Footloose, and um, I know that all three of our kids really enjoy the remake. Um, I really enjoy the remake. And I was not looking forward to watching this movie. You were not movie. looking forward to watching this movie at all. And this, then Amazon starts giving us problems and you're cursing at the TV. And I'm like, this is going downhill fast. It finally worked. It cut out for us like three times in the middle. But you actually enjoyed the movie. It was really good. I told you. I really enjoyed that movie. It was so. And so it was just it was just a great night. It it there there it it almost makes me like there's a ten percent desire to go back and see the original. <laughs> well, if it ever becomes you know a little bit more than ten, I'd watch it. It's been years since I've seen the original. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Footloose is a great movie. It was fun, fun stuff, fun stuff, and so. good music. Great music, yeah. Wonderful music, really so. good. I love that they remade some of the original songs, mm-hmm. and um, and that was good. But then they put in they put in some good new music also yeah so that was your birthday it was it was a great day all right so what else so we had that and then you left for dallas on tuesday yep and the kids and i had our first school night we were all in bed by 11 o'clock which is early for us yes and um we already said the first week of school has gone We're, we're, we're now tomorrow we'll finish a week and a half and it's been fantastic so far right Awesome. So my trip to Dallas, mm-hmm. I flew in, as you said, on Tuesday night. And my great friend, Mark Mason, actually picked me up at the airport and took me to my hotel. We hung out and talked for a little while. Uh, the next day on Wednesday, I spent, let's see here. Did Mark come pick me up Wednesday during the day? I can't remember. Is that the day you had breakfast? Yes. we Okay, so I had breakfast with Mark Mason that morning. Thank I you. follow my husband on Twitter. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I had uh, breakfast with Mark Mason on Wednesday morning very early. He came out before he went to work. And then when he went to work, I went back and I kind of, you know, worked in my uh, room that day, uh, getting some things prepared, uh, both for a mastermind meeting that I was hosting there and also working on my talk, some slides for my talk. And so Wednesday was really good. And then that night i i'm sure i went to dinner with somebody um i can't remember who, who it, it it was all blurred well, you I mean, told so me you much had dinner on. with like tons of people i had dinner with tons of people but i had dinner wednesday night and then thursday i brian holmes came to pick me up in the afternoon and actually thursday morning or wednesday yeah thursday morning i had breakfast i think again with mark mason and then uh thursday afternoon my friend brian holmes came and picked me up He and I went to this Brazilian steakhouse, which was my first experience at a Brazilian steakhouse. I'm not going to tell you about that now because Stephanie and I are going to tell you about it in just a moment uh, because I I have since taken Stephanie to a Brazilian steakhouse. We had this amazing dinner or lunch at a Brazilian steakhouse. And then after that, he drove me to his office and uh, we uh, recorded a podcast there. He then took me uh, out to dinner, which was several hours later. Uh, and he and I just had probably sat at dinner for about three or four hours at a Chipotle in Dallas. And then he took me to Kroger so I could buy some snacks for my meeting on Friday, mor- or on Friday morning. And I had on Friday from eight o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening, I hosted what was called the one day uh, next level mastermind event. So this was where people would pay $1,000 per person and up to 10 people were allowed to sign up and register. And if they fit the criteria that I was looking for, I would approve them to sit around this table for these for these hours 
and help them take their business to the next level. It was a very risky thing for me to do with only three weeks of promotion. What if I don't have anybody? What if I only have two or three people? You know, what if it just, all of the what ifs were there. And it turned out perfectly. I had six people who had signed up. We were sat, we sat around the table and there, those six people all said their lives were changed as a result of it. And they are, I'm confident that their businesses will be taken to the next level. And it just really uh, confirmed in me the direction that I'm heading so that I'm not just known for my ability to help you with the technical side of podcasting, but I am becoming a go-to authority for how to think and do business online and how to build relationships and operate thing in, in a way that's different than traditional business, which is very cool. So that was what I did on Friday. Major success. Major success. Worth The risk was worth uh, uh, taking. Then on a Saturday or Friday or yeah, Friday night, they had the opening uh, party for the podcast movement. They had a dinner that set aside for the keynote speakers and the people who were the, you know, the largest donors to the Kickstarter campaign. That was a good evening. Had dinner with some great folks and a great conversation there. And except for the fact that I did not eat dinner that night. That was a true bummer because it was one of those things where you pay the hotel or the restaurant and they prepare a meal for you and it's all, you know, everybody's meals are sitting, you know, stacked up on plates with those big covers on them and, you know, you pull the cover off and it's got sauces and creams and all that junk all over everything. And I'm like, yeah, not going to eat that. Here's what I love. I love that you chose not to eat it over just tasting it to see if maybe you would like it. No, it like. yeah. That really doesn't make sense to me. And in that case, I'd say you deserve to go hungry. Well, that's fine. And and I I mean I, it's the same you, thing with our absol- kids. We tell them you you're, you You're absolutely right. I deserved to go hungry and I did. That So there you go. I got what I deserved. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this just I didn't eat dinner that night. So um but I still had great conversation with po- folks and I was so hungry that I actually ate cheesecake because <laughs> there was cheesecake in front of me and the only thing that saved it is that there was some caramel salt you know caramel stuff on the top of it it's like okay i like caramel and you know there, eh, there's this they had little two little cut strawberries with little mint on it and with some whipped cream strawberries were good so that's what i had for dinner that night but that's okay not a big deal uh i was still okay from from lunch i took everybody that was in my mastermind meeting out to lunch at the grand lux cafe which by the way the grand lux cafe is exactly like the Cheesecake Factory, only, and it's owned by the same company. They say that it's actually the higher end tier of it, but really it felt just like the Cheesecake Factory and the menu looks exactly the same. Okay. And of course, what I get at the Cheesecake Factory is the filet and I usually get cider fries and it's exactly what I got there and it was just the same. Okay. Which, by the way, their filet is really good. Okay. So, um, so I wasn't starving or anything like that, but right. yeah. So the dinner was good. Uh, I didn't big, think you were starving. Big, huge, I know, big, huge party of people gathering together. I would have actually liked, I, I think I would have actually preferred not being taken away for dinner during the same time that everybody else was gathering. I kind of didn't like that part of it, but eh, I'll talk to them. I, I think I'm talking to them tonight anyway to give them some feedback on the first event that they've done. But there were over 500 what people. What time is that tonight? Uh, it's on my calendar. You want me to look right now? I do because I need to know. Uh, six p or no eight p.m. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So we ha- so we had a great night Friday night. Uh, Saturday started the conference. The conference was really good. Uh, mix of people. Uh, like I said, over five hundred people. And my keynote address was on Sunday, our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things that I did was um, I created a slide that said, happy anniversary, Stephanie. And the first thing I did on the stage is I said, guys, you know, there are two reasons why I should not be on this stage today. And the first reason I shared, I said, I'll share the first with you right now. And that is, is that today is my 18th wedding anniversary. And you could hear, oh, and they're clapping and stuff like that. I said, but I want to ask you guys to do me a favor. And then I had a friend up there with my phone and I had him hit record on video. And I asked everybody to stand and on the count of three to say thank you, Stephanie. So over 500 people said thank you, Stephanie, for our anniversary, for letting me come there. 
They did. And I and I explained to them in detail that I did not want to come. And Stephanie said, you have to be there. These people need to hear this message. And that's where that's where your community is going to be. And this is what you've worked so hard for. So I let them know how awesome you are. Well, thank you. So anyway, and then after that, uh, my talk was this is the okay. First of all, this is the most this is the largest crowd of of a live audience that I've ever spoken to. Hold on, what was the second reason you weren't supposed to be there? Uh, I, it's in my talk. And okay. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you unless you want to hear it. That's fine. I'm not listening to it. I know you Just won't. on principle now. <laughs> Actually. Sheer stubborn principle. No, I will tell you this. I, so basically after everybody yeah. all sat down, I said, um, well, actually what I did is I said, um, how many people here have a podcast and how many people are going to create a podcast? And between those two, it was everybody in the room. And I put, you know, would have this slide and it shows this old guy, like really funny looking old guy with a cheesy grin on his face. It's like, and, and he's got a heart and you could put whatever you want in the heart. And I put, I love podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, when we all start, this is what we look like, right? You know, and some of you who are getting Played ready to episode start, 50, didn't you? Huh? I didn't play it, no. Okay. But I did talk about it. All right. And so, and then I, I, I clicked the slide and it's a picture of an iMac where the glass is broken through because there's a, there's a hand that comes through and it's got a big thumbs down. Okay. All right. And then right next to it, it's got the Facebook like logo for like, only it's upside down. It says, it's just an upside down thumb. Thumb, right. You know, or it's, it might even say dislike. All right. So it says dislike. And then it's the, and then I put the, the same guy only with a big frown, like super disappointed face. You could just tell this guy is distraught. And I sat there, I said, you know, and after eight weeks later, you know, oftentimes this is how we feel, you know? And then I asked people, I said, hey guys, can you tell me, have you ever, you know, I I said, this is the last time you're going to have to do any exercise. I said, but if you have ever received a negative piece of feedback that was so overly critical where the people said, I literally hate your show, stand up. And there was about probably about 12, 13 people in the audience who stood up. And I told everybody else, I said, for those of you who are getting ready to start a podcast, this is what you have to look forward to. <laughs> right. It's All coming. Right? It's coming. It is. If you're successful, this is what will happen. And then I said, I, I said, everybody sat down. I said, now what I want to do is I want to share with you the most shocking piece of feedback that I've ever received. And it came in the mail. And there's a picture on the screen of an envelope. And, and then I pick up an envelope and I tell them the story of the check. And they're waiting for something extremely negative, right? Right. And so I sit there and I told them how you came in with this check. And I said, the only way, the only, the only way I could understand Stephanie's expression when she said, you have to open this. And I told them how I thought, okay, the only thing I could think of is that somebody took a picture of themselves naked and put it in an envelope. And they all got a huge kick out of that. Of course they did. And then I pulled the letter out and I started reading it about the plus membership contribution and, you know, and, the, and why Stuart sent the check. And then I flipped the screen and I said, and inside the check was this, or inside the envelope was this, a check for $12,000. Everybody's like, oh, wow. You know, just if you can imagine right, 500 yeah. people collectively doing that, it was awesome. I said, but let me tell you something, my friends, this was not the most exciting piece of feedback I've ever received. You remember, I said, this is this was an exciting day. And I could tell you a story about that check and what God was telling me through it, but that's a whole nother message for a whole nother venue. But this, as exciting as it is, is not the most exciting thing. I remember I did not say this was the most exciting thing I've ever received. It's the most shocking thing I've ever received. And then I talked about, so when we get to the place where, uh, and then I sit there, I said, now let me transition. And I flipped the screen over and I picked out one of our one star rating and reviews. Okay. In iTunes. <clears throat> and can I find it real quick? Sure. Why not? All right. You don't let me read them. Okay. So, so yeah, that's right. I never did let you read these, did I? No, you've never let me read them. All right. You I'm- told me if I did, I'd stop. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, let's see here. That so- probably would have been true. Back then. Back then. Yes. So podcast movement, keynote, here's the assets. And I'm going to pause for just a second while I find this, okay? Okay. Okay, are you ready? So, Stephanie, here you go. This is what it says. Um, the It's a one-star rating in iTunes. And it says this. I said, It says, 
everybody hates your show is the is the topic right. for the for the the I thing see that be right all right and and it says everybody hates your show and then it says in the in the review including me can i pick zero stars can i can an exception please be made just this once i beg you we must get the word out the people must be told we have to protect our children from such a bear, embarrassing such an embarrassing low level of quality. The self-congratulatory tone is a threat to judgment and common sense everywhere. Does mediocrity know no bounds? And everybody was just laughing their butts off as I was reading this. And I said there, I said, this is actually the tamest and nicest one-star review <laughs> that we have. Right. And I said, and, and wait a second, take a look at the bottom. Do you see where it says 20 out of 36 people agreed? Uh, 20 out of 36 <laughs> people found this review helpful. <laughs> I said, people hated me. They, and, and I sat there, I said, this is the second reason that people, this is the second reason why I shouldn't be here today. And the second reason why I shouldn't be here today is because over 1,000 individual people told me that they hated my content, that it sucked, and they hated me. And that I and, and I said, in fact, there's one person, and I know him by name, who is at this conference <laughs> who hates me. I know him by name. Episode 198 of Podcast, An- or <laughs> Podcast Answer Man. Uh, I didn't say that. But anyway, but um, I said, so that was the second reason. Okay. All right, I was going to say, I think I just opened up a bag. He's just going to give me the whole talk right no, now. that was it. Because I won't listen. No. He's just find the time to tie me down and make me. It, I could never give you the talk. I, the way. I'm going to wake up with earbuds in my ears where he's played it to me in my sleep. It would mean a lot to me if you were to listen to my talk, but I'm not going to ask you to do it, so. Again. I didn't ask you to I listen you to didn't. it. I'm kidding. I probably will listen to it at some point. Okay. When you admit that I'm the one who told you you were a rock star. You, I, I, I always say that. Nah, you come home and you're like, these people, they love me. And like, your head doesn't fit through the door and we need extra room in the car. And I did not come home that way this time. And that's because you were tired and your throat hurt from talking too much. No. But yet the next day when we were talking, you were just like. I was excited about excited. how well it went. And I, I was know. telling you. And I was like. Yeah. Excited to hear, but I I know how awesome you are. That's why I sent you there to begin with. I know. And I was incredibly bored on Sunday, by the way. Well, the one thing the, thinking, what was I thinking? That was not that was not smart. Yeah. Well, the one thing I will tell you is that the the talk went as as well as it did because this is the first time that so there was a couple things. Number one, I had never been in front of a crowd of so many people live. Um, and crowds one fifth that size oftentimes freaked me out. Like, not like I'm afraid to get up and talk in front of these people, but it's like, what do I have to offer? You know, what, you know, what if I fail? What if this, what if that, um, you know, what you only fail if you don't try. But anyway, you know, it used to really bother me. I, I couldn't sleep the night before all that stuff. And, and this is if things are already prepared, like to the T. And this time, things were prepared. I put about 60 hours or more into my talk, but I still wasn't quite in quote, quote unquote finished building the talk when I actually got on stage to give it. But I wasn't nervous at all. And it was the first time when I actually got on the stage where I literally could care less if anybody liked my talk or not. I, it wasn't there. I realized that um, from the score conference, I realized that I, when I give a talk, it's not about getting people to like me. It's not about getting people to be impressed by me or to buy from me. It, when I get up and give a talk, it's to, for one purpose and one purpose alone. And for me, the message was, you guys, I want to talk to you about the reason why you podcast. I want to encourage you that no matter what, who your audience is, what your topic is, you can have a deeper meaning or a different, a deeper reason why that's bigger than you and it's changing the world and every single one of you can change the world with your podcast if you follow these four strategies and that's all i wanted to give those people and so anyway 
that that was my talk. So yeah, it, and by the way, if anybody's listening and you want to hear my talk, if you go over to podcastanswerman.com slash 370, again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash 370, it is there, the whole thing. And the can I just share with you one thing, other thing? <laughs> Dan Miller. This yes, is, you can. Dan Miller wrote this to me, and th- these words, I'll probably frame these. Uh, Dan Miller and wrote by this, this. By share this with you, he means with you guys because he's already shared I this shared with this me. With so Dan Miller wrote, and he says, Cliff, I listened to your latest podcast this morning where you shared your keynote from Podcast Movement. He says, powerful, powerful, powerful. Wow, you really delivered a message of hope and inspiration. I'm going to listen to it again this afternoon and modify my opening for Coaching with Excellence next week. You did an awesome job of moving away from the technical issues of podcasting to the heart issues. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks for that, Dan, because Cliff follows that up with, Dan Miller's going to listen to my, to my keynote twice and my wife won't even listen to it once. <laughs> thanks, Dan. <laughs> Feeling the love. Feeling the love. Uh, anyways. Oh, funny Dan Miller story. So yes. the other day... Um, it's just a funny story. Dan Miller just happens to be um, what brought it up. So the other day I was in our bedroom watching something on the Apple TV. It went to the screensaver. And so it is flashing all these photos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because the Apple TV scrolls through our photos when it goes to the screensaver. And so I sit there. I, I like watching them. I do. Um, they're they're becoming a lot more meetup and business oriented than than family oriented. So I get bored kind of fast, but because there were things that I wasn't at. Right. Let me clarify. They're they're. I'm like I wasn't at that event. I don't really need to sit back and go. Oh, I remember because I don't remember. Um. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm watching them scroll past. And a couple of years ago in November, mm-hmm. we went down to um, Nashville. Or maybe it, it might have just been last November. No, it was two years <laughs> was ago. Was it two years ago? Okay. Um, so we went down to Nashville in November to see the um, token show. Yeah. Okay. And while we were there, we saw Dan and Joanne. Well, I was talking to Dan and um, you had snapped a picture, I guess. It had to have been you, right? So um, you took a picture while I was talking to Dan. And Megan's like, number one, mom, you're sticking your tongue out because I was mid-sentence, all right? So my tongue's sticking out. And number two, she's like, it looks like you're getting ready to punch Dan. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, it does. It looks like I'm about ready to beat Dan up. Like, I don't know. And I I actually, I remember what we were talking about. I remember... um, that conversation and wanting to share that with him. But that, that picture really looks like I'm about ready to beat him up. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, so my trip to Dallas was a huge success and it was great. And yeah, that it, I will tell you that while I went to that stage thinking, you know, this, this talk isn't about me because of that, it was probably a greater success than I could have ever dreamed of. And I received not one, but two standing ovations, which is, intoxicating and i've i told people people gotta stop that. let me tell you I, I i was very honest with some friends of mine i said i, I wrote to i run wrote to ken davis and michael hyatt and i said guys let me tell you what happened as a result of this and i sat there i said it is going to be very difficult for me to not want to achieve that again like to, for that to not be a motivator the next time but i but i know that as soon as i i've learned that as soon as i get on stage if it's my motivation to impress these people so that they'll get up at the end and give me a standing ovation that i've i've ruined it from the beginning right. that i've tarnished my purpose for getting on the stage so anyway i got to keep that in check but yes it was it was a great experience and i came home and i i was very happy to be home we were very happy to have you home I think I had three adult conversations the entire time you were gone. One of them was on the phone with you. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very happy. We missed you. Six yep. days is a long time. Mm-hmm. Six days is a long time. It is. And, um, but I'm, I'm glad that I didn't go with you. I would not take back dropping Megan off to high school for the first time for anything. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, you know, um, I'm driving home 
they've gotten out of the car and you know, I sat there with my, you know, McKenna and I went to Starbucks. We did our thing for the hour and took her to school. And then I'm driving home and I'm like, Megan only has three first days of school left. How is that even possible? Right. That's just like not even right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade being there. Um, no matter how much I wish I was in Dallas. Right. So, so came home. Obviously, I missed our anniversary yes. per your... And you came home on a crazy dance night. I did. Like, we had a crazy schedule that night um, because of dance. Yeah, so, but we did get to finally get together and celebrate our anniversary. Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yeah. And I, like, I'm like, Stephanie, I want to take you and give you this Brazilian steakhouse experience, which is really weird. Uh, but it's it's fun. If you guys have never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, how would you describe that? Like, what what happens there? I want to um, hear it from your words. You want to hear it from my words? So, <laughs> it's a three course meal. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that it's a three course meal. There's a salad bar in the middle of the room that has all kinds of stuff on it. I mean, they even have hot things. You know, they had rice and beans and mashed potatoes i mean so they had hot things they had salad things um and cheeses it it was this huge bar of food um and so you can go up and you can you can eat as much of that as you want when you're at your table they have you have this little card it's green on one side and it's red on the other green means go and red means stop Although our red card was up and they still kept coming by. So um, that just happened one time. Three times. Okay. But um, anyway, so when your card is on green, as the men are walking around the room, because I can't remember there's a term, there's a name, but I don't remember what it was. um, They have, they have 15 different types of meat on, um, Spigots. A skewer. or skewer. Uh, yeah. Um, and they ask you if you want it. They tell you what it is and they ask you if you want it. Um, and they just keep coming until you turn your card red. Yeah. They, now they they automatically bring like a side of uh, a couple sides. And there were a couple sides, they right? They have fried bananas, which uh, are really yummy if they're hot. Um, Stephanie doesn't like bananas. So if you don't, don't like bananas, yeah. you probably won't care for it. But fried bananas are amazing. Uh, they had like fried cornmeal or something like that, which was Stephanie said was pretty it good. It was, was good. It was really good. And then they had French fries, but you don't go there for these sides. No, no, no. You go for the you meat. You go for the meat and they give you a plate and this meat keeps coming. It does. Um, the problem was a lot of it was really salty. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, at one point I had to stop because I was like nauseous. My body couldn't handle all of the salts going into it. But, um, but so they just keep bringing you meat and I mean, you could sit there for a good couple hours and just have them cut off different. Yeah. And it's not like they're giving you like big, huge giant steaks either. They're slicing off. It's it's like a slice of, they'll bring like, for example, this bottom round and they'll, they, they cut off a sliver of meat and they put it on your, on your plate. And, but that we the they had the um they had a pork sausage which was really good. That was really good. Then they brought and most of them is you know they had rack of lamb but we didn't try that. No. Uh, they had bottom sirloin, top sirloin. They had fillet wrapped in bacon. Wrapped in bacon. It just yeah. tasted like bacon. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, they it was it was really good stuff it was a good experience uh i told him it was our eric would be so disappointed to know that i just snarled my nose when i said bacon <laughs> yeah you would <laughs> well you know bacon's great but don't ruin a good filet right come on seriously but anyway we, they knew it was our anniversary that we were celebrating and so they gave us this amazing table i okay here's the thing people i love to watch people I love I find so much enjoyment out of just sitting back and watching people. So we are in downtown Cincinnati facing Fountain Square. Um, Our back is to the entire rest of the restaurant. And we're just looking out this window. 
it was the most enjoyable what were we there an hour and a half it it was the most enjoyable time she got to see santa claus walk across the street with no pants with no pants i mean (laughs) you know it's just i was this moron tried to ride his bike down the stairs and wiped out in the street and i can laugh about it because he got off and right away he was fine but um it was it was a fascinating table and i'll tell him it's my anniversary every time i go there just so i can sit there um i don't know that i would need to do it a lot though what to eat at the brazilian yeah no that's a it's it's more of a matthew wants to go now though yeah he does he would like to try it. Yeah. Right. But it, it, it's more of a, a celebratory kind of it you go out. It, yeah. it's, it's very expensive. It was actually, it's actually more expensive than Morton Steakhouse. Because, was it? yeah, because it was. Job? Wait. I don't no, think so. no, it's not. No, You're right. Never mind. Yeah. But it's about, um, it about 75, 75% of the cost of Morton right. Steakhouse. Yeah. But, um,. But it was it was a fun time, and then we sat on Fountain Square and listened to some musicians play for a little while before the overwhelming responsibility that I had for the evening yeah. weighed on me, and I had to get up and go. Yeah. So that's what's been going on over the last two weeks of our lives. We hope that things are going well in yours, and we will be back again next week with who knows what. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to figure out my oh, live streaming what? camera issues. What do you know? Um, I know that, that next week we'll be talking about my trip to Chicago. Oh, is that this weekend? It's next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah. So why won't we be... Oh, you're going to be talking about getting ready to go getting on ready your trip. Getting ready to go. And yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you ever contact that girl? Not yet, but it's in my thing to do today. So. Okay. Or actually... Well... Give it, it'll be done tomorrow, probably. All right. Yeah. I'll look into it, babe. Better good. Anyway, if you... Yeah, that's it. We got 14 seconds. Until next time, we encourage you to... Live your life on purpose. Podcast. It's a man.